baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I'm Dave Schrader filling in for Adam and Jordana joining us now for Quick Takes producer Josh Wheeler. Josh, what's going on? How's it going? It's going well. Just uh, looking through the news this morning, uh, uh-huh. I noticed uh, Wisconsin might be following suit with Minnesota when it comes to the old marijuana in 2024. Uh, yours truly has always been under the assumption that maybe it, it might be a lifetime before Wisconsin ever kind of bites the bullet on that. Uh, but here we are. A uh, proposal is set to be put in place to legalize medical marijuana in the state and could possibly eventually become recreational as well sometime in 2024. Very vague time frame, but uh, I guess how do you see this kind of turning out for Wisconsin being they're kind of flip-floppy when it comes to compared to us at least with the marijuana situation. Obviously, Wisconsin knows uh, known for their Alcoholic beverages. So, right. what are your thoughts, I guess, on the uh, Wisconsin p- potentially turning their new leaf? I think they're waiting for their big brother or sister, Minnesota, to see how things continue yeah. to progress here. We heard from uh, Governor Walls this morning talking about uh, the things that are going on and how they're trying to get the commissioner in place mm-hmm. to oversee marijuana and, and uh, medical, mar- or, you know, the recreational marijuana aspects of it. I really think that it's going to take. Uh, a couple of the surrounding states, a little bit more time for Wisconsin to get on board and feel a little bit better about it. Illinois got it, right? Minnesota mm-hmm. has it. So we're surrounding Wisconsin. I think it's just it, – I'm, I'm surprised it's taken this long, to be honest with you. And to me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, it's it's – I'm one that advocates for it, A, because I know there's a lot of medicinal reasons for it, and it can help with anxieties and cancers and and pain relief, glaucoma, so many other things. Uh, But, you know, my kid asked me years ago, he goes, Dad, I have to do a paper for school, and they want me to talk about marijuana use or alcohol. Uh, What would you rather I was doing as a teenager, smoking weed or drinking booze? I said, smoking weed, and he just, like, flabbergasted. You you have no qualms about that dad i said no i have been high and i have been drunk and i've never once gotten a fist fight while high there you go unless you steal the last dorito out of the bag and i get a little fidgety but uh that's about it hey we've all been there yeah we've all been there uh another quick little uh, i guess i don't want to use the term idiotic to describe people but this one's kind of when you look at how we've had how the weather's been in minnesota right it's it's idiotic a uh, story out of Washkish, Minnesota. I believe I'm pronouncing that correct. correct. Washkish. I'm just going to try and pronounce Waukesha? it. Waukesha? No, it's it's W-A-S-H-K-I-S-H. So okay. Washkish. Why not? Uh, a light plane carrying ice anglers broke through thin ice as it tried to land on a large lake in northwestern Minnesota on Tuesday, which is the same lake, if uh, 
you'll recall, or listeners will recall, uh, where authorities had to rescue dozens of anglers last week who became trapped on an ice just a couple days uh, earlier. Under Red Lake, uh, Upper Red Lake, excuse me, is considered one of the Minnesota's premier ice fishing lakes. Uh, but as many can probably guess, the ice has been thin. Would you, Mr. Dave Schrader, take your chances in landing a small plane, no matter how small it may be, on ice, which has been about 30, 20 to 40 degrees for the better part of upper Minnesota for the last month. Well, again, I mean, we're, we're coming in with very little information. If this is a uh, situation where the plane is going down and I need to put it down somewhere safely and I don't yeah. want to land it in somebody's backyard, their house, or, you know, on the highway, uh, that is as safe a place as possible to try to do the least amount of damage. Would I want to? No, of course no. you want to land in a field, but... Uh, we don't know. Is this a student pilot that uh, was panicking? Was there issues with the flight control? I don't know enough about this to weigh in heavily. But uh, um, it, it basically, the story reads as such. It, it was because of lack of snow. It, typically, I guess, and I don't know this because I'm not a pilot, but apparently snow kind of helps with the traction, which makes sense right. uh, as far as them landing on ice. But I just would not take my chances, no matter how. Well, why were they landing on ISO? Does it does it give it any indication? It was more so just a, a safe landing spot, kind of like you said. But still, I I would tr- desperately try and find a much safer uh, safer spot to try and land a plane, <laughs> right? <laughs> because you're gonna do I think less damage uh, landing and maybe even just a grassier field. Not some not necessarily open field, but like right. you don't want to land trees. You don't want to land on ice. Those are the less. I mean. The lesser of the two evils, I feel like, would be uh, landing in like in a so- softly in a tree if you could. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it was just a, a small Cessna plane, which aren't they're, they're not huge. Uh, they're definitely more of, I guess, a, for lack of a better term, manageable plane to right. try and land. Well, my but, son uh, uh, Jackson is a pilot. Okay, and uh, you know there was a, a, a crash landing that took place on the highway a couple weeks ago. Yep. There's been some of these deals again without knowing. And and if you are trained to try to put it down in a place where you're going to have the best uh, chance for survival, if there's a lot of crosswires, if you've got a lot of things that uh, could be potential dangers, and that's your only open spot, I guess you go for it. I would think that if you know how to land a plane properly and you could bring it down on water, that gives you the the best chance for survival if you're not worried about the plane itself. Yeah, and, and the amazing part about the story, too, mm-hmm. and I wanted to save this for last. Okay. The plane did not sink. No. Both anglers got wet from the waist down, and that was pretty much the gist of it. They had an airboat rescue 35 people after being stranded on uh, – well, I suppose this was – oh, sorry. The, the, the 35 people was a, the, the other story. This was – yeah, the plane did not sink, which amazes me. Even a small plane, right. I feel like, would just right down at the bottom of the water. But, uh, yeah, this is after the 35 people were rescued just uh, – Again, couple, it depends because of the way the – because even big DC-10s, the, the big planes that have landed yeah. on water, they I think they the weight disbursement keeps them up for a while. And then sense. they've got those air – uh, slides that come out that which might is new. Yeah, I feel like that wasn't around like 20 years ago or when Top Gun was filmed, basically, which, of course, is a movie. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I'm not sure, but I'm talking on the bigger planes. But no, I think no, I I, there's a lot going on with it. But, I, yeah, either way, that's why you don't find me up in little planes. <laughs> if we have learned nothing, it's, uh, you know, from rock and roll music, you don't want to be in little planes any <laughs> time we, of year. There we go. Uh-huh. Um, in other news, uh, we recently had a uh, cougar spotted in Minneapolis. I was actually really excited. So I 
I have done a lot of research on cougars, side mm-hmm. note, in my lifetime. It's been one of my more, I guess, fascinating animals that I've studied through high school, junior high, whatever. I was pretty, like, ecstatic when I found out that there was one roaming around the Twin Cities because I think they're cool. I think they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did take long before we eventually found out that it found its way onto 394 and was struck and killed. Unfortunately, it was the same one. Uh, it was only a two-year-old cougar, so it wasn't that right. that, that old. But the, I mean, those they they grow pretty quickly. Uh, travel more than 500 miles, as we've talked about previously, from Minneapolis, from, uh, to Minneapolis from Nebraska. Uh, Can you and, blame them? But it sounds like they're going to be stuffing it and using it for educational purposes by the Minneapolis and Park and Recreation Board. Your thoughts on uh, uh, being able to turn what is, I guess, some will call a tragic story into educational uh, well, uh, studies I'm, basically yeah. here for an animal that we really don't see much of in, in Minnesota very often. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's great that we're able to uh, – something redeemable can come of this. But I'm also of the mind that as a father and a father that's had very young children and grandchildren that are very small, mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i not surprised how it went out. Uh, yeah. You know, and the fact that people are so up in arms about it. They, uh, they're they unpredictable beasts, and there are uh, people that go missing on wild, you know, adventure walks from cougars, mountain lions, uh, bobcats, things like that. And they're swift. They'll take you out, and you don't, your friends don't even know what happened to you. Yeah. So I, I'm glad that this is no longer a danger. I'm all, it's sad when an animal goes. Yeah. But why are we more upset about this than every deer that's been struck on Minnesota highways? That's, that's a very valid question. How about the raccoons and, and squirrels? That is, that's a valid question. I, I, I just think it's it's fascinating, and I'll have to check this out because I think it would be cool to see one just up close and personal without mm-hmm. it worrying about it killing you. Yeah. Um, just how they're able to kind of turn this around just like that. I figure maybe it would be just like swept under the rug, no big deal. But, no, they're actually making it. I think because it made so much news and people were so curious about, like, the whereabouts of it and mm-hmm. kind of the story behind it and how it tragically was killed that – they kind of wanted to, I guess, that almost, I guess, forced their hand to do something about this, which is great. I love the fact that this is being used towards education, but yeah, definitely a, a, a sad ending to uh, what was a pretty interesting story, to say the least. I, I, I'm more fascinated with the distance, Nebraska to Minneapolis. That is, whew, that's a lot. I, I want to know how they track that if it's chipped or what it what I what it may guess, be. Yeah, it probably yeah. chipped. Yeah. Um, I believe we have a big cat rescue here in the Twin Cities area. I believe so, yeah. And I'm reaching out to a woman I think is involved with that. Okay. Uh, if she's available, maybe we'll bring her on sometime during this hour just yeah, to for talk sure. to her about this. Um, uh, we'll throw that out. Yeah, I, I you know, it, like I said, it's a tragedy, but it's par for the course, uh, you know, humanity infringing on the animal kingdom and animals looking to get out of Nebraska as much as people yeah. are. And so. then uh, we'll do one more real quick here okay. for quick takes. Uh, uh-huh. You're a you're a pretty avid traveler. Yes, I try to travel whenever I can. Uh, on Friday, yeah, more than thirty six thousand passengers are expected to check in and fly out of MSP. Uh, Steve That's Simpson all? in the newsroom did allude to this a little bit. Huh. I'm I'm imagining it's about the same for today as well because today is also kind of their uh, their influx of mm-hmm. just massive humanity coming through the the airport. Uh, it's been kind of busy for MSP overall, though. Uh, MEA break, they had nearly 50,000 passengers passing through TSA hmm. on October 19th during the MEA break. Uh, will you be traveling? 
for the holidays? I know this answer, but I want you to kind of talk about your traveling plans for the holidays. I'll be home for Christmas. There we go. Yeah, I've been. Tra- I was gone forty weekends this year, so this weekend I'm home with my uh, whole brood. That's crazy. And we're going to be celebrating and just having a great time safely at home. My Forty dad's, weekends. Yeah. My dad's coming in from Illinois, so we're just going to take it easy and have a good time. So no travel for Dave. There we go. Not until the end of January. <laughs> yeah. Nice little break for, yeah. for Dave Schrader. All Thank right, you, Josh. That Wheeler. is it for Quick Takes. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be back. We've got more to discuss right here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 